0: a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I'm super excited to have with me Miss Amy Lee. Amy Lee Westerfeld is a life and business coach. She's the owner at Gratitude and Glamour, and she helps empaths. And so this is why I'm extremely excited to have her with us today because As you know, most of my listeners are empaths and I am an empath, so welcome, Amy.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Melissa, I appreciate it.
0: So I wanna tell you just a little bit about Amy before we get started. So she has a lot of signature programs and coaching and she assists in the transformation of her clients from anxious and unaware to empowered and abundant, which I love because so many of us suffer from fear and anxiety, and we allow those things to come in and actually stop our success. We're, we're actually the ones who get in our own way, so I love that. And so your unique law of attraction-centric approach varies gratitude with personal value, which results in an empowered, confident business owner, so I love that. So I want to welcome you here today. And what I would love to talk to you about, since you do work with empaths and almost everyone in my audience is probably an empath because I call in my tribe. Um, How would you help someone who is maybe an empath who is struggling with everything that's happening in the world today? Because we have a pandemic, we have riots going on, and it can just look like a very scary place to someone who picks up on everyone's energy. So is there Any advice you could give us, or how would you work with someone who might be feeling a little anxious these days?
1: Said about the level of anxiety that's going on in the world. Um, You know, depending on, it really doesn't matter what side people are on. There really isn't a group of people that isn't experiencing unrest in this moment, no matter what political party, no matter what orientation, no matter what race you are, nobody's really happy right now. And so, that being said, um, you know, as an empath, we do absorb that energy, we do absorb that energetic frequency. And, you know, it, it's really hard if you're not aware that you're able to do this, especially if you're an empath who. Um, isn't aware of what an empath is or or how it affects you, um, you can take on this energetic frequency as your own. And what you end up doing and not realizing it is that you're scanning your memories, you're scanning your thoughts, you're scanning your worries to try to attach this feeling to something that's going on in your world. And when you can't find it, you just kind of sit there and ruminate on it and you create this low vibration frequency where you're just concentrating deeply on why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? Why? And what you're doing is, and you know, I talk about the law of attraction, you're manifesting more of that low vibration frequency. So this is something that's happening by and large across everywhere. Um, You know, luckily we don't have a lot of people who are out uh, congregating, so you're not feeling it so much in person. But remember, energy is, you know, it goes through a channel like social media, like posts. Um, Anytime you read the comments, you are actually connecting to the energy of the people that are on those posts. So now that we know what you're doing wrong or not what you're doing wrong, but what's going wrong, we can talk about how to fix it. And so the answer to that is you need to change the frequency in your body. So how do we do that? Well, there are lots of different ways, but one of the ways, well, a lot of the ways that you guys already know are listening to music that you love. A lot of people love essential oils. Meditation's great. But I actually have um, a process that I'm going to teach you. It's called energetic programming. And what that means is that you can actually access memories or thoughts or things that make you happy joy feelings. I love to grab the memory of walking down the aisle towards my husband, seeing his eyes, right? That energetic feeling. You can feel that feeling in real time. So if you think back to like a really joyous moment in your life, whether it be maybe your first birthday that you remember or Christmas morning or the day that you knew you were going to, you know, be with someone for the rest of your life. If you go back into that memory what you notice is the more you think about it, the more you actually conjure that feeling into your body in real time. So you can actually pour in that joy, pour in that excitement. What that's actually doing is it's changing your frequency now in real time so that you are now at a higher vibration When you're at that higher vibration, per the law of attraction, you're bringing in more of that high vibration. So if you get to that place where you're like, oh, I'm anxious and I'm stressed and you scan your body and it's not because anything on your body hurts and it's not because of money or it's not because of anything that's going on with you, you can then say, okay, I've got to change my frequency so that it doesn't align with this negative vibration that's coming in from the collective consciousness. Okay. So then all of a sudden you're feeling that joy, you're feeling that passion, you're feeling that excitement. They're no longer attracting each other. And that's kind of how, you know, you can stay, I don't want to call it safe, but stay insulated from that collective um, dread and stress and kind of that whole thing. Does that
0: make sense? It does. I absolutely love that. That is such a cool technique and so simple and something that I've never really thought about. I know I did a meditation with Gabby Bernstein one time, and she did in the meditation, have you go back to a place where you were so happy. And I remember when I was doing the meditation, I felt such a sense of peace and joy and love that tears actually started flowing down my cheeks. um, And I felt amazing afterwards. So I love that this is something that you can just do you know, you notice you're feeling that and you can stop what you're doing and go to that technique. And this is great to have these things in your toolbox, things that are quick, easy to use, and will bring you back to that feeling of being balanced and centered in a moment really, because it literally takes seconds for you to get out of that feeling. I know, but I don't know if you've been able to feel it, but I feel like there's been a huge shift going on energetically. And there have been days the past couple of weeks where number one, I felt like I had to get dragged out of bed. I was so exhausted and I hadn't done anything to make me tired because we've been sitting in quarantine. So I, there's no reason for me to be so tired that I can't keep my eyes open, but that's how I felt. I even had to cancel a Facebook live because there's, I had no energy. And um, I also have had days where I've just felt angry for no reason. And Being an empath, I knew that it wasn't my energy right away. So I had to get into that space. And so I love that technique that you give. Um, Is there anything else that you would tell people? Well, and another thing that I would just
1: add to that is your body, your subconscious doesn't know the difference between that feeling being real and that feeling being something that you're just kind of dialing into your body. So in that moment, you're actually doing all kinds of juicy things like healing your cells, you're calming down your parasympathetic nervous system, you're doing all those great things. Um, And so your body doesn't know the difference between it happening and you imagining it and so you can, it's almost like you don't need the experience because you have the feeling. So for example, like if you think about anything you're trying to manifest in your life, whether it be money or a relationship, what you really want is the feeling that comes with it. Because if I was to say to you, here's the feeling and here's, here's the piece. Here's that you know, like, oh, I want $10,000. Okay. Well, how about I don't give you $10,000, but I pay off your house and you never have to spend money anywhere ever again and you feel calm and safe and and secure how about that you'd be like uh yeah i'd much rather that than the ten thousand dollars so that's kind of the same thing is when you're in this state of emotional unrest if you can pour that feeling into your body in real time that feeling is what is going to give you that sustainment. And, you know, as empaths, we, we have to be careful because we love, I love to say that empaths are the only people that are right and wrong all the time at the same time, because we love to make ourselves the bad guy. We love to tell you how it's probably really our fault. It's probably something we did, right? We demand that you agree that we're wrong. We are right about being wrong. And so this is one of those cases where, especially with what's going on in the world and how many people are hurting, there's this misconception that if I hurt with you, then I'm going to heal you. But that's a fallacy. Hurting with some, holding space for someone all day long, totally healing. Hurting with them, not going to do anything, right? Hurting never healed anyone, it didn't. I tell, even the people that think that they want someone to pay for something, you really, when it comes down to it, and especially if you're an empath, you don't wanna see anyone hurting. You don't want someone to hurt that's never gonna take away your pain. So in this moment, when you think that you need to get down and dirty and swim around in the suffering and the pain to somehow show that you care, what you really need to do and what you really should do is to get yourself right to a place where you, so I I have this saying: only when we're at our highest vibration, doing our greatest, um, taking optimal care of ourselves, can we do our greatest good in the world. So your job in this moment is to keep yourself well watered, right? Make sure that you have plenty of hydration. Keep yourself rested self-care to the max, because that's when you'll be your optimal self and you'll be able to show up for all those things in your world. Not let me go down and feel terrible about myself in solidarity for people who feel terrible. No, that's not the way to do it. That's backwards. So I just wanted to, to punctuate that with that. Another thing you can do, and I absolutely love this, it's called parasympathetic Breathing okay, or alternate nostril breathing. It's a yoga technique. You take your hand kind of like a hang 10, you cover one of your nostrils and you breathe through the other one, and then you cover that one and breathe out the other one. And what that does is that uh, that activates your parasympathetic nervous system and it calms your body right down. So, oh. if you do those two things in conjunction you will notice that you can kind of insulate yourself from the energetic bombardment, and then you'll be able to make real change because then you'll be able to do the work you're here to do. You'll be able to write the blog post. You'll be able to take care of your kids. You'll be able to, to raise them to be conscientious members of society. You'll be able to be a supportive partner because you won't be an, in an energetic you know, crap storm, so to speak. I
0: love that technique too. and. It's interesting because i just did a podcast episode about um, breaking the cycle of abuse. And in it, I was talking about how people who are affected by trauma, their brains are totally rewired. And so they react differently to things. And one of the ways that they treat people, because I'm also a teacher. And so I'm developing a program right now for children called Mindfulness Matters. And in it, One of the things we talk about is rewiring the brain, and that you can rewire the brain after it's been exposed to trauma, but it takes basically, like what you said, interrupting that pattern and then shifting to something else. And so, that breathing technique sounds very interesting like something where we talked about rewiring the brain, where you stop, okay, redirect that thought in the same way it's like you're redirecting your nervous system. So I've never honestly heard of that because I'm not, I tell my audience this all the time, I'm not super big into yoga. I've tried it so many times and it's just, I don't connect with it. I work out in other ways and I'm jealous of people who do because the times I do it and I make myself do it, I sleep like a baby afterwards. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I find myself, my mind just wanders way too much as I'm sitting there trying to do it. But i like that technique. I've never heard of that before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's called alternate nostril breathing. And then another one you can do that's really easy. Um, a lot of us breathe very frequently out of our mouths instead of our noses. And that can also cause kind of a panicky thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying really hard to consciously breathe out of your nose instead of your mouth. And actually one thing you can do, Dr. Christian Northrup talks about this. You can actually take a little piece of tape when you're sleeping and put it over your mouth to force yourself to breathe through your nose. I'm a little claustrophobic for that. And you might be too. A lot of empaths are, but if for some reason you're not, and you can do that, it starts to really train your body to kind of do that. Um, and then since, since you talked about Gabby Bernstein, one of the things that she teaches that I love is the breath of fire. It, it is a Kundalini yoga technique, but basically um, it, it's a really good anxiety booster. And you just Breathe in, and then you kind of like hyperventilate out. So it's like. And that helps a lot too. Try right, it, if us see if it feels good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see totally. Mm-hmm. It just
1: calms you. Yeah, yeah. But I think more than anything for empaths, it's, it's feeling permission to do the calming that's our issue. Mm-hmm. It's that we're like, no, 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 I've got to stay up here. I've got to stay completely fight or flight because that's, that's my spot. I've got to be there to suffer so they can stop suffering. Whoever they is, right? If it's a bird that you saw get hit by a car or if it's a particular group or whatever it is, we need to get over that feeling that me suffering is somehow going to heal you. That's the big message here is that I'm no good to you if I don't get myself back to that
0: equilibrium. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point that you mentioned that because I feel like what's happening right now too is we're so inundated with news and with social media and everything people are posting that it constantly keeps us at this anxiety level of what can we do? How can we, how can we help? How can we, because um, I was just, I tell my audience this, but sometimes I just have to take a break from getting on Facebook other than just my business page because it overwhelms me Mm -hmm. and i got on twitter today and i was looking at uh, just some posts and then they were posting i think it was a video of the elderly man who was knocked down and i just it bothered me and Mm -hmm. so i have to just consciously say stop and take put my phone down (laughs) or what i do instead is i will put on a song that i love to get my mind shifted out of that it is it's like a high anxiety I've got to do something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and knowing that there's nothing that you can do right from where you are at the moment also I think brings about that bigger sense of anxiety like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing so I can see how using those techniques would be a great way to get out of your head in that moment.
1: And also because we're empaths, we're very susceptible to narcissistic abuse. In fact, a lot of us have probably been through narcissistic abuse. I have a narcissist parent. Um, And so one thing we've gotta be mindful of too, I know I'm giving you guys so much homework here, (laughs) but one of the things we need to be mindful of is there, there are people, Who will tell you how to think or how to feel because that's how they move through their world is that they try to control others energy that's how they get energy so be conscious of that as well it is one thing to say please support me and hold space for me it's another to demand that you do something in line with something that you maybe don't necessarily have anything to do with or you know um to to tell you that because you believe a certain way that you are a certain way, be mindful of that too, because we're very susceptible to that, right? We don't want anyone to feel pain. We don't want anyone to have suffering. And so we will go above and beyond sometimes to our own detriment. So you need to ask yourself these questions. Is this something, is this thing that I'm being asked to do or the thing that I'm being made to feel, does it fit? Does it, does it actually describe me? If yes, then great, make the change or do whatever that you need to do to be in alignment with that. If no, then you need to have that sense of conviction of self to say that, that doesn't apply to me. And I'm, and I'm not going, I'm not going to comply because you don't have to comply. You have self-sovereignty to be able to make your own choices and you should never be made to feel less than. Because you don't agree, or because you don't understand, or because you just energetically can't right now, okay? So that's another really big thing to mention here. Because if you're not careful, people will exploit your energy in any way that they can, and by people, I mean all kinds of different people, I mean political parties, I mean, you know, um, different causes, I mean, girlfriends that you grew up with, uh, spouses you know, significant others, parents, people will exploit your energy if you don't stand in your boundaries. Yeah,
0: I totally agree with you on that. Um, We talk about that on this show too, um, abuse and narcissistic people because I was married to someone who was a, well, not just a narcissist, but had mental illness and other ways too. Um, And that's very difficult. And in that particular relationship, my self-esteem went totally bottomed out. And that is why I wrote my book, Beautifully Broken, which is my journey of how I survived that relationship and survived single motherhood. And I think that's one of the things that people need to understand the most. I was talking to someone who reached out to me yesterday said I really want to improve my life where do I start and I said you need to work on self-love I said that's the very first place you start is internally and that self-love because I feel like so many people especially empaths because I don't know how you feel about this but in my own personal opinion I believe that empaths get put through hell in the early part of their lives because it helps us shape us to who we are and how we can help others when we notice like well, I understand because I went through that too. And here's how I can help you. So to me, it's so important that we work on our self-love and self-esteem because I think that so many people don't have that. That's Mm -hmm. the missing component that we didn't get growing up. We had something in our childhood that caused that missing self-love, self-worth. And so I, you know, I, I see you agreeing with me, nodding they can't see you at home, but... Um, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I am nodding.
1: I'm so nodding. <laughs> um,
0: but uh, what, would you, what advice could you give empaths who are looking to really improve that self-love?
1: Absolutely. So um, I actually have a course, it's called um, Unstop, the Unstoppable Empath System, where I take folks through, um, and I have an ebook, I will give you the link for it, it's free and that you can give to all your listeners. But my program takes you through the empath system. So it's energy, um, energy management, uh, manifestation, personal power, affirmations, time management, healthy boundaries, and self care. Um, and so I, I have that system that i um, definitely helps with that a lot. Um, but also, um, there's a book called mirror work. It's by Louise Hay. Um, I use that with a lot of my clients and using it with my mastermind now. Um, and just really kind of going back to that idea. So one of the things that I do with clients is I work through logical fallacies. So you have an idea or a way that you feel, but you also have a different idea. And I take those two ideas and put them side by side and show you that you can only believe one or the other. So it's like we look at, you know, if um, somebody says something good about you and you don't necessarily agree that you're a good person, and then we outline what a good person is and we look at those things and do you do this? Do you do this? Do you? Oh, okay. So you are a good person. So that kind of thing. So one of the things that empaths have a really hard time digesting is that you don't have to do anything for your place in the world. You don't owe anyone anything for existing and empaths feel like they have to pay rent for their space all day, every day to anyone, to everyone. Like I said, we're right about being wrong. Um, And so really kind of honing in on the fact that because I am, I am, and then you fill in whatever I am is with your positive affirmations. And so that's where I like to start because I am, because I exist. I am loved. I am worthy. I am Important. I am smart, and you just kind of because I exist. These are all the things that I am entitled to that are my divine right just for being born. Never mind all the good things I've done in my life. I get all that anyway, right? Like that's the that's the beginner's package, so to speak. And then the more good things I do, and the more work I put into my life, the more things I am allowed to, um, or I am able to enjoy. But these are like the blank check things I get no matter what. And so a lot of times when folks struggle with that, I just say, okay, well, let's go ahead and pretend that you're sitting side by side with yourself. Now look at her and tell me she doesn't deserve all those things. And that's when they're like, okay, I get it. I see it. And then that breakthrough happens. So I would just remind you like anytime you feel like, oh, but this isn't for me. Oh, but this isn't good. Oh, but I'm not good enough. Oh, but they're probably right. And I'm wrong. Right. That's our favorite. Just remind yourself, I am. And so I am. And that's usually what gets me out of it. Cause I still have that to this day.
0: That's really cool. Um, that is one of the things I included in my mindfulness program for kids too, is the I am component because, uh, it really, honestly, it's, painful to see what kids really do think about themselves. Um, I did that exercise with my own children. I asked them if I could use them as my guinea pigs to test out the different things I was using in that program. And that's one of the exercises we did was the I am and my own son, they had, you know, experienced abuse with their dad when they would go there every other weekend. So we did the I am session and I told them, write down what you think you are and be completely honest. You don't have to, you know, just put all positive things. Just be really honest with yourself. What do you think you are? And I saw over his shoulder what he had written. And it was like, I am stupid and I am mean and all these negative things. And as a mom, of course, your heart's like, okay, shattered in a million pieces. But then we did the next activity, which was people, we did it as a group. And the people sitting with them had to write down what they thought you are. And so everyone wrote, like, you are so smart, you're the kindest person, you're this or that, and tears just started flowing down his face that he didn't see in himself what others saw in him. And I think that that is such a good lesson. I mean, he had one parent who was super caring and trying to be there, but all it takes is one bad influence, and it doesn't have to be a parent, it can be anyone in your life Mm -hmm. to cause that no self-esteem, you know, like, I don't believe in myself because so-and-so told me that I shouldn't, mm-hmm. like, they may not even directly tell you that, you may just get that, you know, kids pick up on things that are not verbally spoken, they might pick up because you always feel grouchier, because you're always stressed out, that you're, that they're a burden to you, or that you don't love them, or, you know, they're causing that, and it's not like we're trying to tell our children, no, they're not worthy. It's just the things that they pick up on. And I think that we have also done that throughout our lives too, being empaths we're more sensitive to that. So that I am is such a huge breakthrough. It really <laughs> truly is. I mean, we don't realize how critical we are of ourselves mm-hmm. and that others see us in a much more positive light than we see ourselves. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. It's funny because I will have some podcast listeners who reach out and, and, you know, they'll just be like, I just want to say how, what a difference you make. And I will say, well, same to you, like you reaching out and telling me to keep going and thank you for doing this. You're doing the same thing for me as you think I'm doing for you. Like, so you're equally a terrific person and they'll come back with, no, no, I'm not stop doing that. (laughs) Yes, you are. Just accept the compliments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, if someone wanted to book a coaching session with you or to work with you, um, how can they do that?
1: Yeah. So, um, I have a group on Facebook. It's called Unstoppable Empaths. You are in it. Um, and that is where you can usually find me hanging out, posting things, having, you know, weird downloads from source, like a crazy person. Um so there's that. I also have a website. It's gratitudeandglamour.com. That is my business. And you can go there and sign up for a consult. I, I love to do free consults. Um my greatest joy is to help point people in the right direction. So that's why we call it a compass call. Um, because you know, after speaking with me, like I'll at least give you a direction. It may be right back to Melissa, it may be to a different coach that you know, or a program or something like that. But I pride myself on making sure that everybody that I speak to at least knows where to go next, even if we're not a good fit to work together. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that, that's, that's basically where you can find me. And obviously on Instagram, gratitude underscore and underscore glamour. That's
0: me. And your Facebook group is so amazing. I did have the privilege of getting to join that. And, um, was it your daughters that I saw? with the tarot, with the oracle cards, that was so cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cute and sweet. Yeah, they,
1: they love that. They love to, they love the imagery, but they also, my oldest, she turns eight tomorrow, Um, she loves to read them, and she, yesterday she was just squealing. She's like, mom, look what the universe said to me. It's so amazing, and she just, <laughs> They, they're being raised that way. I mean, we happen to be Jewish, but we're we're very spiritual too. And so, you know, be, being able to show them both of those things and, um, you know, her birthday is tomorrow and she's got all these presents in boxes that came from Amazon that I'm too lazy to wrap yet. And um, and she's like, mom, the universe said I'm going to have everything because I deserve it. And it's just, it's just so precious, like That's raising sad. them. And you can agree, I'm sure raising children is so healing. Like when you can give them what you didn't have, when you can heal their little hearts in the way that your heart wasn't healed, it's like some part of you just sews itself back up somehow. I don't know how, but it's it does.
0: Yeah, it really does. I see in my children the kindness and compassion that they have for others, um, but also the drive and initiative that they have. And it really does like, I'm like, oh, I did something right. <laughs>
1: My daughter, she is me all over again. It's like hanging out with my inner child. It's actually really bizarre. Um, I mean, when I say she's my little self, like she bites her nails like I did and she's anxious like I was. And and I'm able to go back and and pour that reassurance into her. And I swear, it's like I'm going back in time to my own little Amy Lee and, and doing that for her. And somehow my brain just makes that connection and it works, so. I don't know. It, it's a very, very big blessing. She had no idea, you know, like I'll be doing inner child work or something in my meditation and she'll come walking in and I'll just be like,
0: can I, can I hold you? <laughs> can I hold you my inner child who's now my actual child?
1: Basically. Yeah. We just want <laughs> that. I don't want to give her a complex or anything. Like, my, <laughs> like you know, that's just smothered with the mom and the daughter. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That will never
0: be awesome. us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. My daughter came up to me one day and she said, I feel like you're my soulmate. You know, besides just being my mom, I was like, I just almost like melted on the floor right there. Like, oh, yes.
1: <laughs> so sweet.
0: Yeah, it is amazing. Children are definitely a blessing. It's, you know, it's a challenge, but one of the... <laughs> most rewarding challenges you sign up for but yeah yeah especially when you realize that their stubbornness is you also so you're having an argument with them and you're like I'm arguing with myself too because yeah. that also would happen mm-hmm. if, you know get so angry with my son for doing something and thinking he's just me that's why he's doing
1: that that's totally what I would do with that age <laughs> yeah
0: exactly mm-hmm. well Amy Lee I want to thank you so much for being here this was such a fun conversation. And I am going to have all of Amy Lee's uh, links to her website, to her Facebook group, um, and anything else that she is sending me her way, that ebook that she talked about, will be in the description to the podcast so that you can get a hold of her, you can go and work with her, or just even join her Facebook group, because I'm telling you, the picture of her with her daughters and the Oracle cards were... It was so, so cute. So if you just need a smile and a way to boost your mood for the day, definitely check in on her page. Because I have to say that I'm a member of a lot of people's Facebook groups when, you know, you're connecting with people. And it's rare that you find a page that's all positive. You know, even though there are some people who are like, I'm a page of positivity, they will still have things that you can feel a little bit of a negative undertone. And I don't feel that at all when I go to your group, so you Um, do an amazing job with that.
1: I'm so glad. I just try really hard to make sure nobody's fearful in there, you know, and I think fear is where a lot of negativity comes from. So as long, I feel like as long as people feel supported and heard, we can have hard conversations, but they don't tend to materialize because people just know that everybody there is holding them in that safe space and so although we allow that and we welcome those hard conversations we really haven't had them because people just feel like that's the place where they want to be separate from that
0: yeah and you can see that too i mean i feel like a lot in a lot of those difficult conversations there are some people who are really just looking to argue and they just want to argue and that's all it is it's it's i'm yelling for my voice to be heard but i'm not listening to anything that's coming back And that is always something that I hate to see because I think that that totally detracts from the point of having an honest conversation, like what we're doing today, you know, it it doesn't get you anywhere. So I love meeting people that are open-minded and are willing, I think that's the point, just be willing to absorb Mm -hmm. and to listen. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the best thing that you can do. Um, Listen with the intent of listening, not with the intent of responding back because so many people, that's what they do. It's like, oh, I'm waiting for how you're already forming your response before you've even heard what the other person has said. So we need to be better about listening for the purpose of listening.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And also cultivating conversations for the purpose of solutions, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to get to the resolution, trying. There are some people that, not usually in empath groups, but there are some people that really just don't want a resolution they they enjoy the comms like they thrive on that and most of the people that are in our group they they don't tend to be those kind of people so again it doesn't really lend itself to that
0: that's awesome you should always have a win-win mindset so that's great I want to thank you so much for being here with us is there um, anything else that you would like to mention before we go for the day
1: no, I just really appreciate you having me. Um, I hope that some of my tips help you guys. Please feel free to reach out to me, Facebook, Instagram, any of that good stuff. Even if you just need like Amy Lee, I'm stuck right now and I, I need a little bit of, you know, direction. We are all, you know, Melissa, myself, so many coaches, so many thought leaders, so many visionaries are out there just looking to heal, you know, the the chasm that has been created on this planet. And and, you know, just remember that it all starts with your personal equilibrium, with you being your whole self. Once you're your whole self, you can join us and be part of that collective to bring the light to the world, um, you know, and, and heal that suffering. But you can't do it by suffering. So that's, that's the thing I want to leave you with.
0: And I love that you also mentioned, like, I don't care if you work with me or with her, I think that's one thing too, that a lot of the coaches, the spiritual coaches out there want you to know is you have to feel comfortable with who you work with and connect with that person. Mm -hmm. And there's no, you know, we're not offended. If you pick her, if you pick me or if you pick somebody else, I want to make that message so clear because I've said this before, when you work with counselors, you have to find somebody who actually you jive with, you have energy with, because if you don't, you're, it's not going to help you at all. And in the same way, your energy has to match up too with the person that you're working with as a coach. So I love that you mentioned that um, to them because I think that that is so super important. Don't ever feel bad if you get resources from someone else or whatever. There's enough to go around for all of us. So I want to thank you so much for coming on here today and for sharing your tips because I am definitely going to be using the one about Thinking about a positive memory. I love that idea so much. And I, even though I had done it in the one meditation, I never thought about just doing it to change my energy really quickly, but what a fabulous idea. So I hope that you guys will use the tips that she's given you today because you deserve to live a peaceful life, a life where you feel the blessings around you, not all of the craziness and the anxiety. You need to let that stuff go And instead, just work on being the best version of yourself possible. And that means being the happiest version of yourself possible. So absolutely care of yourselves. Yes. So thank you for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. If you can leave me some stars on iTunes, I would so appreciate it. That helps others to find my podcast, which helps me in my mission to heal as many people as I can. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. And if you're there for the live and you want a card, I will pull an individual card for you. Also, I post videos to Instagram and IGTV. So check that out. And if you'd like to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaopman.com, where I offer a list of services like Reiki, life coaching, and past life regression. So go check that out. And as always, I hope that you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.